Oh, hi there. I was just editing one of my podcasts here. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but you can call me Dylan, and this is the Wadfam Chalkpod. Hey, let's see how this thing sounds. Oh, hold in! Okay, so it needs a little more work, but that's the exciting part, because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out for yourself when you listen to today's Wadfam Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we're here today to talk about episode 49 of Adventures in Odyssey. Thank you, God. Thank you, comma, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Andrew. You got. <laughs> they got me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is actually a good episode, though. I yeah. I was really uh, I really enjoyed listening to it. I'm excited mm-hmm. to talk mm-hmm. about it today. Cool. Um, yeah. To to off off the top, we've got some uh, some cast people. Um, we have our uh, our I mean our standard returning, you know, people we'd expect. Um, we have Maggie Maluli who played June Kendall, pulling double duty here, also playing Fiona Donnerill. Great accent. Yeah, not a thing I ever like. Even listening to the episode today, prepping for this, did I realize that it was no. the same person? No. no way. That was, uh, yeah. It makes perfect well, sense, though. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 it does. It does. We've got Chad Riser playing a kid because that's what he does. This time, the kid's name is Rodney. No relation. Mm. Oh, but I thought I thought he also uh, voiced Young Wit, but he doesn't. That's no, else. no. We have we have someone else voicing. Young Wit. We have uh, Joseph Camaroto. I think we've talked about him before. He plays... I mean, he famously plays Oscar. Mm-hmm. But was he in an episode we talked about? Maybe not. I'm checking real quick. Oh. He's in... <laughs> he's in the Mortal Coil Part 1. Yeah, which we haven't talked about. No, he's he's in the Living Nativity. Uh, he plays Oscar in that. I was like, okay. I, I didn't think we did an Oscar episode, but we, we absolutely did. Um, we could do more. Yeah. I mean, hey, I like Oscar. He's fine. Um, and then we also have uh, Julia Kazarian, um, who in this episode is playing Agnes. Um but then we'll also, uh, well, I mean, one, we'll play Agnes again. Bum, bum, bum. Um, <laughs> In episodes we've covered already? Yeah, crazy, right? Oh, actually, um, I did not know that it was the same voice actor from before. Uh, I think I'm right on that. Now I gotta check. Oh, yeah. No, she's in plan B. No. Okay. That's really weird. So here's the situation. She comes back in in the uh, in the, the Plan B episodes, but not playing Agnes, playing freaking uh, Katrina's mom. Yeah, Millie Shanks. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Oh, she also voices Doris. Yeah, in like a one-off episode. Okay, okay. I feel like early early Doris Rathbun. Um, but yeah, okay. So she's playing Agnes here. And she doesn't play Agnes later, but she does stick around the show and play <laughs> Millie Shanks. That is really bizarre. Yeah. I wonder, my hunch would be that the next time they wanted to use Agnes, she was not available. Oh. And then the person who they used Agnes, then they decided to use again. That would make sense. She's also barely in this episode. Yeah. No, I she was says like so three. excited for Agnes and then... She is not really here. No, no. Um, oh, and then we also we have Chuck Bolte playing Wit's dad. Mm, classic. Old Harold Whitaker. Voice O the Patriarch. <laughs> um, the episode is, credit where credit's due, written and directed by Phil Lawler. Wow. Huh. I mean, you know what they say about blind squirrels. <laughs> and stopped clocks. Um, <laughs> 
and uh yeah we have um it came out november 19th of 1988 mm. being thanksgiving week Yay. of course because thanksgiving mm-hmm because we're doing a thanksgiving episode guys in big fan June, odyssey does whenever thanksgiving this comes episodes out. may very well. late may maybe yeah uh, who knows time is a flat circle I can't do a podcast now that you said that. <laughs> you can't get me thinking about There is the... no time, only clocks. <laughs> there is only stopped clocks. <laughs> um yeah, I I don't think I have anything else I want to bring up context-wise. Yeah, no, it's um I mean like I said it's, it's on the album Heroes, so it's picking up uh, not directly. It's not the next episode, but it's the following episode after the Correct. one we just covered. Yep. Um, and then shocker, the next one we'll cover uh, comes right after this. Yeah, the the la- the final three of our series come oh, right after oh, this. Okay. We wow. are in the home stretch. Hot dog. Forty nine, fifty, fifty one, fifty two. How many weeks are in a year, Andrew? Eight. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right that worked for me i'm gonna roll the promo now next time on adventures in odyssey right now i'd like everybody to gather around the table please we treat several friends to thanksgiving dinner i thank god for fiona donner she was my stepmother and an important lesson about giving thanks to god why are you unhappy because of what happened to you? It's not a dirty word, John. You mean my blindness. Yes. Don't miss the next Adventure in Odyssey. Stepmoms and dirty words. We've got a lot to be thankful on this week's Adventures <laughs> in Odyssey. Oh, man. It's, uh, yeah. It's 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 a pretty good episode. No, actually, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of it. I do have some questions as to the nature of Fiona and Wit's father. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is um something rather sus, <laughs> as the kids would say. Okay, well we'll we'll be getting into that. Yes, we will. Um, but we start off uh with it is they're at Wit's end. Um, Wit has invited. The Rileys and the Kendalls over mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. It's very sweet. Yeah. Agnes Riley is here. Yeah. We love that. A kid that I, as a child, assumed was Rodney Rathbone is here. Nope. Not Rodney. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a guy named Rodney. He's a kid. You really shouldn't do that. This is core. Like, this is a very important piece of canon for... Uh, Adventures in Odyssey and specifically wit lore as far as the kind of background story and information we get. Look, dude, there's 900 episodes. You're going to reuse names. That's fair. And that's just life. That is just life. That's life. How, how many How many other Andrews do you know? I met another one last night. He was delightful. <laughs> this is this is what I'm saying. Is is that's how that's how you know the Bible's true because there are people who have the same name twice. And if you were making it up, why would you do why? that? Why? No good. Why in the world would Jesus have 12 (laughs) disciples and two of them be named Judas? That's not a choice you would make. It's also very bad considering what happens to one of them. Right. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That is that is why the Bible is factual. That one reason (laughs) proves it. That's that's what they taught me in Bible college, actually. They Dr. were like, Carver. look, it just doesn't make sense. Why would you name two of them Judas? It's it's Why would you make John an apostle and a Baptist? <laughs> Why would you do that? If you had any other choice, avoid it. <laughs> it's helping us uh what what did NFT pastor say? Like bridge the reality <laughs> to understanding God. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll put a link in the description to NFT Pastor. Oh, it's so good. Please listen to it. <laughs> it's 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 so much. It's boy. Ooh, what a guy. What a guy. He's yeah. We can talk about it next week when the when the listeners have listened to it, so they get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna be referencing NFT Pastor for a long time around these parts. 
because it changed me on a deep spiritual level. I don't see so. how I could not. <laughs> so you better just just watch the video now so that you can be in on the joke going forward. Yeah, yeah. This is this is good for all of us. This is a community building exercise. Yeah. But tune into our bonus Patreon content in which we. <laughs> I actually we should though. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> just do just do twenty minutes on NFT pastor for the bonus show. We will do it unless somebody writes us to tell us not to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. The way we record, there's no way they will ever hear this before that is recorded and possibly even released. <laughs> Uh, Our schedule is a mess, and we love it. Yeah, it's very, very conducive to putting out quality content. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man! So, so we've got a kid named Rodney. Yes. Who his mom is out of the picture? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I they think say his mom died his mom? when he was young, and okay. his dad is away on work. Okay. So he is when his dad goes away, he stays with the Rileys. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to interject to make one point. That the mashed potatoes are in the mixer, not being hand mashed, and that is upsetting to me. Andrew, I'm a mixer family. Okay, I can respect that. Oh, dude, nice whipped. Yeah, that is potatoes. That is really nice on the mixer. Oh my word, that Bo- is very boatload nice. Boatload of sour cream. Yeah, you just need a lot of butter and sour cream, and then yeah, mashed potatoes are so heavenly. So good. What's your what's your favorite form of potato, Andrew? Hash brown, I think. Interesting. Mm, yeah, hash brown is dang near the bottom of mine. I. It's not that hash browns are bad. There no, are so many good potatoes. Yeah, I'm like I... my number one. Do sweet potatoes count? I mean, kind of. Sweet potato fries are my favorite fries. Interesting. Okay. If you, yeah, like, I don't like them because they're sweet that that's fair have you ever dipped them in honey (laughs) (laughs) no no i am twice baked potato is is god tier Mm. twice baked potato is i probably am twice baked potato then fries Mm. then mashed okay yeah that's fair oh Mm. but like oh my word but like a really good like baked in a like like baked with like meatloaf and carrots and potatoes, oh, like that yeah. kind of where mm-hmm. it's like they have like the all the like juices. the meat juices in them. Yeah. Put some sour cream. Man, potatoes are, are so good. Yeah. And I have your people to thank for them, Andrew. Woohoo! <laughs> Thanks, Ireland. You also got us for beer. Well, not beer, but uh Guinness for sure. And I think some amount of civil unrest in the world. <laughs> The IRA is is, uh, kind of historically one of the big wigs as far as fighting imperialism. Um, Uh, Well, there's that, man. Yeah. Okay, no. Before we move on from the food, because this is a Thanksgiving episode. It is. Favorite Thanksgiving dish? Like, Hmm. Like, you're sitting down, spreads in front of you. Yeah. So I think the the magic of Thanksgiving. What's the worst though? Actually, I think we start with the worst. Let me get this out. The magic of Thanksgiving is that none of the dishes are great on their own. Yeah. But as a platter are perfection. Mm-hmm. Salt and pepper cooking, brother. That's the way to do it. It anything is anything can go on anything. <laughs> you can put it is, turkey on your stuffing and yeah, cranberry sauce oh on your mashed potatoes. Right. It's such it's such a win. Um, what is my lowest? Honestly, if you say turkey, I'm not judging you, Andrew. I'm saying turkey. That's okay. <laughs> Specifically, white meat turkey. Yeah, but turkey in general is the worst part of the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving meal. It works well with the other stuff. Yeah, but you have to put a lot of gravy on it, mm-hmm. and not just eat it because it's. It's dry mm-hmm. and it's chewy. Mm-hmm. And how can something be dry and chewy? chewy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, turkey is such a missed opportunity. It's. There's a lot of craftsmanship that I've seen that goes into making a really good turkey. 
Smoked turkey is incredible. If you can smoke a turkey for Thanksgiving. I feel like smoking just makes it so much more dry, though. It, it'll make it dry to a certain extent, but because you're putting gravy on it anyway, it gives such a nice amount of flavor, yeah. and it it amplifies everything else. Yeah, um, maybe I just haven't done a turkey right, but I'm, yeah, I'm not... But no, I for me, it's like, maybe if it's not the bottom, it's second or third to the bottom. Like, it's, yeah. it's down there. Yeah. And I yeah. love turkey. It's just... It doesn't stand up to cranberry sauce. It doesn't even stand up to freaking pretzel rolls, man. Like, give me a good dinner roll. <laughs> yeah, I I am... Right, I probably... I'm probably mashed potatoes number one. Okay, that's fair. I'm trying to think of what... I mean, I am... I'm a big fan of stuffing. Oh, mm. and then once you get into desserts, like apple pie number one. Oh, but oh, we never... I've never had apple pie on Thanksgiving. Gotcha. Not once in my life. Gotcha. You pumpkin only? No. Uh, no pumpkin pie? and pecan. Pumpkin, uh, okay. pecan, yep. and chocolate pecan. Uh, okay, so we do pumpkin, pecan, and apple. Okay. And apple is... Top notch. Yeah. Apple pie is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And pumpkin pie is nothing to, you know, to scoff at, but it is the most Thanksgiving of pies in the sense that it's like uh, hit or miss. But if you put the whipped cream on it and the cool whip and whatever, then it's, it's a whole other, whole other story. It's yeah. delightful. Pumpkin pie, I think is my least favorite way to eat pumpkin, but it's still good. I'm like pumpkin bread. Pumpkin is, bread. Pumpkin bread's top. Hands down. We, a pumpkin roll. Mm. Quite good. <laughs> you know. No, yeah. Anything stuff with- that is pumpkin cheese frosting just yes. rolled up uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> any of it mm-hmm. oh. yeah i love adventures but. in odyssey but mm. not nearly as much as i love cream cheese frosting uh, not as much as i love pumpkin bread yeah. but yes cream cheese frosting best frosting we have a uh, peanut butter second yeah <laughs> peanut butter peanut butter frosting so good yeah so Anyway, <laughs> the mashed potatoes were made in the blender and not hand mashed, which apparently uh, Dylan's a whipped, yeah, is a whipped man. Yep, um, that's what they've always said. Dylan is whipped. Dylan is so whipped, <laughs> like sour cream. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Uh. What else? Oh, so there, there's this moment where, um, where June and, um, Wit and Tom are talking. Oh yeah. And. June is just talking about how great, like, he's just really happy about, well, they they start off, and I love it, of, like, complimenting her on Connie and just being like, yeah. you know. Like, well, because we, Connie's we really walking like around your, with Rodney. Yeah, yeah. We really like your, your daughter. And mm-hmm. she's like, she's like, yeah, she's been like a whole different person since getting to know you guys. Yeah, she's, er, and then Wit's like, you sound surprised, and and that's when she's like, yep. yeah, she's been so different. Something's happened to Connie since she started working here. I hope it continues. And then everybody else is like, we hope so too. And she's like, mm. and then Connie yeah. comes back in. Yep. It's uh, not uncomfortable at all. But I mean, you know, I. The intentions are sweet. The intentions are so sweet. They are as sweet as the aforementioned uh, pumpkin pie. Mm. Or actually probably sweeter. We're going apple. I don't think apple's sweeter than pumpkin. I don't I, I don't know how Okay. Chocolate pecan is definitely sweeter than both of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. All right. Sure. Um it's so rich, I can't even have a full piece. <laughs> it's just so much chocolate and nut fat. Ew. Don't, no. Thumbs down to nut fat. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> it's monosaturated. <laughs> nut fat, you know? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad this is recorded and going mm-hmm. on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna be known. You're gonna be known as Nut Fat on all sorts of corners of the internet now. Please call nut me fat Nut Fat <laughs> Good friends with Pop- Popsicle Cabrera. <laughs> yeah, the craziest kid in town. Yeah, that's Nut Fat Acebo, <laughs> the weirdest kid in town. It's, it's just me. I notoriously have a freaking bag of nuts in my backpack that I carry around. Snacks. 
They're in my backpack right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so they all gather around the table. And before they start the food, Wit introduces them to a tradition that Jenny started. I know. My uh-huh. hand is over my heart. That was the sound that was. It's yep. so sweet. It is. I have that note with the smiley face that has heart eyes. Aww. <laughs> Jenny was hot, for sure. It's canon. Well, I mean, yes, she's Wit's wife. <laughs> Duh. You can't be married to God and be ugly. <laughs> Uh, yeah so so, it's indian corn and you put uh there's a little bit of indian corn at everybody's place on the table and they mm -hmm. pass around a basket and you put your corn in and you say something that you're thankful for yeah and wit's like connie you go first and connie's like no (laughs) yeah she's which same yeah exactly and then wit was like well i picked you Which is like what? But it's like, have you never had? She's never done this before. She doesn't know what she's being asked to do, really. And he's just like, go first. She's also like a high schooler. Yeah, well, he's introducing a bunch of adults. Like, like he's she's never met Agnes before. I assume. Yeah, we don't know how much he knows or she knows about Jenny at this point. Yeah, um, she does know because his recollections told to Connie. I think so. Um. But yeah, she does know. She does know some stuff. But yeah. regardless, she knows who Jenny is. She's familiar. Mm. But but yeah. Um, and Connie's like, well, I'm thankful when someone else goes, goes first. <laughs> and yeah, June takes takes it and just runs with it and is so good. So kind. So sweet. She says how thankful yeah. she is for her daughter and like how it's 16 a- years ago this... Yeah person you know turn my life upside down but i've loved every minute of it it's really sweet and it's also great 16 now <laughs> it's a great performance andrew she might be going off of when she was conceived not when she was born <laughs> she might still be 15 okay that's i think cause she's she's talking about being pregnant with Connie at one point oh. no like i think that that's Okay, so maybe she's 15. Because she says, like, the 16-year, like, I didn't know who you were going to be, and I'm so glad it turned out to be you or whatever. Right? Yeah. I'm remembering this correctly. I, I believe you are. So I, she, she's 15. 15. Yeah. It's like the 11-1st. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she the does. The 15 first <laughs> It's it's a really good performance, and I like the way she sells it. And oh, she's yeah. like cheesy mom, but sincere. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like it felt like something like my mom or your mom would say, like it put on the spot. And then Connie goes because her mom went. And she's like, uh, ditto what she said to me, but back to her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then they pass the buck on to Tom. Uh, Tom. Yeah. Who just talks about being thankful for this time of year, and everyone kind of chips in. Um, Rodney is very excited about being out of school. Says yeah. that a bunch. Yep. And he s- talks about how much he knows about Thanksgiving, and yes, gives right, all the dates, and right. He and, he does he does a Thanksgiving recap with a bit of an attitude. Oh yeah. Well, and it's when I was hearing it, I was like, so this is the point in the episode where Whitwell actually somebody. <laughs> right. Like, I oh, know yeah, yeah. all For about sure. this. But, well, actually. Yes. A hundred percent. But it's also a, it's also a time to get to recap for everyone what Thanksgiving is. Yes. Oh, 100%. And then, right. And then Wit's like, but thankful to who? And he's <laughs> like, oh, I get it. God. God. Right. And... Yeah, yeah, and then they're like, oh, okay, so what are you thankful for, Rodney? And he's like, I don't know. And and Connie's like, well, come on, I even even I tried. And it's like, you didn't, Connie. No, you did not. And he's like, well, I don't have a mom that I can just, like, copy off of. Yeah. And my dad's not here, and I'm just mad, and mm-hmm. yeah. And Well, and he makes, his, he makes a statement that I think is really poignant where he says i don't blame god mm-hmm. but i don't want to thank him for that either correct ah, yeah my initial thought was i really hope this isn't painted as the wrong way to think about things because i don't necessarily feel like it's the most yes. unhealthy however 
the point this episode makes is also very valuable. Yes, yeah, I agree. I I think that this is like I like this sentiment from him. Mm-hmm. It is it's honest and it's not um it's not like straw manny. Like yeah. it's not like him like he's not mad at God. No, it's not malicious he's, or He's, he's not projecting. Right yeah, there. he's like somewhat apathetic in this specific scenario or whatnot. Yeah. But, but yeah, then Wit really like pounces on it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not saying that like that's the best response Rodney could have had, but I think it's a pretty good, good one. Res- yeah. I think it's very mature, especially for like a child yeah. to be like, yeah, like I'm not blaming God, but like I'm not going to thank him for the fact that my dad's not around t- today and i'm like yes no good yeah well you're, like like because wit literally asked a child on thanksgiving what he's thankful for when his parents are not there <laughs> like yeah. given the circumstance when he's eating dinner with strangers yeah. on thanksgiving yeah this was never going to end with him being like oh i'm just so thankful for my new family and all this wonderful yeah and i know. also like i I think he can be thankful in his circumstance. Yeah. But I don't think he needs to be thankful that they're not there. Exactly. And Wit doesn't explain that at all. No. Like, I think the point of, like, giving thanks is, like, this, it's a, like, it's being, like, outwardly positive in a genuine way, even when things are tough. Yeah. It's not being excited or celebrating the bad stuff. Yeah, it's not being to- like it's not being toxically positive, which is a thing. Right, right, right. You don't the old I, Ted Lasso effect. <laughs> sure, sure. You don't want you don't want people being yeah, just being like fake positive, but you also don't yeah, it's we're not it's not like they're it's not like we're being asked to like yeah, I guess the point I'm making is like it's not it's not necessary like the I don't think I feel like Whip portrays like, especially because he's talking to a child. Like, yeah, be thankful for everything. Yeah, and that's not. I don't. Th- I think his message should be like, be thankful in all circumstances. Believe that there is good that will come, but you don't need to be like, thank you, God, for. Yeah. You know. Well, it's very. My mom not being alive. It's a very Pauline attitude where it's like. Well, he literally quotes Paul. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that is perpetuated a lot. Uh, But it was like Paul wrote it while he was in prison and he was writing it to adults about persecution in the church. and, um, And so, like, it makes sense for him to say that suffering for my faith as a direct result of my faith like i'm going to implore everybody to be thankful to god that suffering you know at the hands of people on behalf of him and as a result of their faith is something that will be rewarded as opposed to all human suffering has a purpose and we need to be thankful to god for it because it reminds us that he exists yeah which yeah. is yeah i i don't think i don't think we <laughs> I don't think, I don't know 100% what Wit's going for here, and I don't feel like he portrays it well given his audience. Yes. Talking to a child, mind you. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and so Wit's like, okay, well then let's talk about what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful Hmm. for Fiona Donnerill, my stepmother. That. Right. And he, yeah, he goes into this story which then we get transported into through the magic of radio. Woo! So basically, uh, th- the story takes place in North Carolina, right? Correct. This um, is after Wit was living in Scotland, because of course Wit lived in Scotland. Yeah, naturally. And yeah, his his mom had passed away, and he was his dad had remarried Fiona. Oh, um, she had remarried? I thought Fiona was like a nanny. No, Fiona's for his stepmother. Step, stepmom. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think it's weird that he refers to her first name, last name. 
Yeah. He's still a pretty young kid at this point. Yeah. For them to not come up with something better. Yeah, or stepmom. <laughs> right. Then calling her her name is yeah. weird, but, you know, whatever. Um, And, yeah, he talks like yeah he, we in the story we see a young john avery whitaker um who was not particularly nice to her initially um mm-hmm. because he was dealing with the death of his mother and yeah over time learns like becomes her friend mm-hmm. and yeah he go, go, goes as far as apologizing for something that he had blamed on the dog in the past mm-hmm. and fiona has the killer line of mcduff was a smart dog <laughs> but even he could not make handprints yeah it's just like what if i told you i'd always knew it was you yep oh <laughs> uh, yeah oh it's so great and her her accent top notch the sound engineering of them riding on horseback so good yeah, and yeah, so they're they're the out. The tree riding. sound is a bit weird. <laughs> they're out riding horses, and John Campbell's having a great time with the music, and they're mm-hmm. talking about stuff, and Wit's struggling with. He's like, "You're always happy. I can't be happy because my mom is dead. Mm-hmm. You're always happy because nothing bad has ever happened to you," which then immediately leads to her riding her horse into a tree. And becoming blind. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It's really insane. So she talks... Basically, she says... Um, that she... Yeah, she owns the fact that she hasn't had that suffering previously. Yeah. But says that, like, you know, her relationship with God has been so important to her. Mm. And what's kind of yada yadying it. Like, okay, that's fine, whatever. And then she's like... But now I'll race you to this tree. And so they run off. And then accident. She beats him to the tree. <laughs> and the tree beats her. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Stupid place to put a tree in the middle of a, a forest. forest. That's a great line. It's a really good line. Yep. And she's, yeah, she's really funny and very well voice acted. So she wakes up and there's a lot of lines about, you know, turn the lights on. Like, it's so dark in here. You can't see your hand in front of your face. Like, right. why Why aren't the lights on? It's dinner yep. time. Like, I should go make supper. Yeah. I must have been out for a while. And then they realize, oh, she's blind. She's blind. And Wit, this is a incredible performance from Wit, mm. from the ch- the child, child playing yeah. like young Wit, where he is like, you can hear the fear in his voice mm. when he realizes that she can't see. Yeah. And then his dad like tells him to yeah. go get, get the, the doctor. doctor. Um, yeah, and it's very good. It this is also the moment. So I have, we've talked before about heroes being an album I owned. Mm-hmm. The thing we haven't talked about before. So I got heroes for my ninth birthday. Okay, and I know that because my ninth birthday was at my cabin, mm-hmm. and I got this album at the cabin. Oh no! <laughs> and I was not able to like i didn't have a way to listen to it initially when i got it mm-hmm. and i um yeah in just like being a young child and playing around with the discs i broke the disc this was on interesting not in half but i cracked part of it and so this is track six mm-hmm. which is the final track on disc two mm-hmm and at this point in the episode, mine cuts out. Interesting. And for years, that was all I knew of this episode. I knew Thanksgiving. I knew she runs into a tree. Correct. And now is blind. And I did not have the rest of the episode. Because before I could ever listen to it once, I managed to, in the back of my dad's pickup truck, just break it <laughs> break the cd yeah that wow that's tough man it's a visceral memory i have i'm like it wasn't scratched you just broke it. i broke it what <laughs> yep but not the whole way through just enough to miss half, half of, of the, the last the episode which pretty great all things considered but yes was uh rough mm, um certainly and so it wasn't until years later 
that I discovered the original name of this album, which is what the church library had. Which one's the original name for this? I forget. It's one of the classic series of three names. I don't remember what this one specifically was called. Oh, Secret Surprises and Sensational Stories. There we go. There you are. So I borrowed that one from the library okay because i was probably working my way from the beginning yeah and realized oh wait this is the album i already have and then was like wait i can hear how the episode is <laughs> and so i did so i know the beginning parts of this episode as well as i know anything else on this album but i don't know the end because my <laughs> cd stopped early because you cause shipped I, it <laughs> yep you dropped it on a rock or something and broke off like a tiny bit of it yep just put a crack in it yeah man i'm i'm glad that we've moved into the digital medium where i don't have to worry about that as much says the man with a vinyl collection yeah i do need to wash those (laughs) i didn't realize that was something you actually had to do but i i definitely do need to do that um so wit is talking about kind of what happened in the aftermath uh, he kind of glosses over the fact that she was really upset for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But he does say that, you know, she went through the stages of grief, but then she became really pace, uh, peaceful about it. Like, she mm-hmm. she kind of settled upon it. And uh, he kind of cites the yeah. fact that he was the one that was still having a hard time adjusting to her being blind. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know. what I don't know what sense you get from these episodes. It feels like this is, like, 1905. Yeah, no, it's like they're riding horses. Mm-hmm. There's like the conversation about like the lights mm-hmm. and just the, the this where medic medicine is. I'm like, wait, is over a hundred years old at this point, right? Like, <laughs> still going. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm like, this is like ten year old wit, and I don't think the first world war has happened yet. No, the first world war must have happened. That was. The First World War was, what, 19... 1911? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. during Or nineteen fourteen. I forget. Yeah. But regardless, yeah, maybe. Because we had the de- the 20s and then the Depression. Right? This feels... This feels... This doesn't feel Depression era. And it's definitely not World War II. Because Wit's in World War II. Yes. So, so I'm thinking maybe, so maybe he moved maybe to America the, during the 20s. Right, maybe this is the 20s. Yeah, no, it's very and this is 100 years ago at the time of recording this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Wit is 10 at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's Oh no. <laughs> it's like Wit has a son who was in Vietnam. Yeah, I feel like we don't talk about that enough. <laughs> Jason's brother was in fought Viet- in Vietnam, Vietnam. <laughs> and Jason is still working for the NSA. <laughs> Jason's brother was drafted into the army. <laughs> Jason, <sighs> our our special agent, name not a number, Jason, <laughs> his brother. Yeah, older brother, mind you, but not sure. that much older. <laughs> oh yeah um but the uh right oh gosh so so then yeah we we, they're reading the bible in front of the fire as all good christians should right but wit won't read the bible no no he's he's very upset Um, and yeah and um what harold wit's dad goes to storm out after mm -hmm. him after he like runs away and fiona's like Look, he does this every night. Whatever you're doing is not working. Let me try. <laughs> Which, incredible. Way to go. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, yeah. That's and... the best. <laughs> that is the best way <laughs> to just be like you're failing. <laughs> yeah. And so Fiona goes in there and talks with him about the stuff. And it kind of comes out like Wit blames himself some. Mm-hmm. For the blindness. Um, but then, yeah, Fiona's like, that's, like, this is my thing to bear, or my thing to bear. Why are you unhappy? And he says, because you aren't. Mm. Yeah, no, it's really powerful. 
in that sense that Wit is perceiving closure that he's never experienced. Yeah. And he's really frustrated because he doesn't quite know. I mean, as somebody, you know, raised Christian, like you feel like if you're doing all the things and you're saying all the words, then the blessing should come. Yeah, um, and I don't even know if that's Wit's experience here. No, not like, necessarily. Because he, he doesn't give himself to Christ until yeah, the end of this right. episode. Like, he <clears throat> is he is just Yeah. He has been dealing with hard stuff since his mother's passing. Mm-hmm. And he can't move past it. And here is this person who he was like, yeah, she's happy, but that's only because she hasn't experienced any hardship. And then she loses her sight mm-hmm. and is still happy. And he's like, I can't deal with this. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to still be happy. Mm. Like, you, what what did you get that brought you this closure and has made you happy? And, like, why did you get that and not me? Exactly. Well, and, yeah, it's it's really, the episode is well written in the fact that they really do seed in the importance of Wit losing his mom throughout the beginning mm-hmm. of it and kind of breadcrumb it to this point so that it makes so much sense when, um, when Fiona kind of grounds herself and, and uh, tells Wit that, like, it's not... I'm not happy all the time. There are times when I am unhappy and it's really bad, but I do have like things that I do at that time that that helps me feel better and yeah. and you know, it's it's all about, you know, praying and she said right. something like a a Scottish prayer that her mother taught mm-hmm. her about being uh, thank you for a thousand times for the roses, help me to thank you for a thousand times for the thorns yeah. as well, which is really right. good. Right, the point being, like, everything, even the bad, has a purpose. Yeah. And, yeah, and they talk about, yeah, she talks about the, the, the Bible being a thing that keeps her going. He's like, well, I've done that, and that hasn't done anything for me. And she says, it's not enough to just read the words. You have to understand what the words are saying and who's saying them. Mm. Which is really strong, like, mm-hmm. and really powerful for a kid who knows probably that that is the case but doesn't understand the way that what he's doing is not engaging with it mm-hmm. until this point in which he you know the circuits connect and he uh wants to um wants Fiona to pray with him and uh ask Jesus into his heart and like I teared up when I was listening to this I was like wow yeah it's really yeah. It's really beautiful. It's so meaningful to see, like, a young wit Mm. have this moment. Yeah. Because it's also, like, yeah, it's it's the thing we talk about all the time, about just, like... How could wit not be a Christian? Like, a fallible (laughs) wit. And it's, like, we see it... Yeah, we see it both with... With him here... Like, as a child, pre it, and in recollections, we get Wit, like, prior to, like, Wit and Jenny and him just being this bitter mm. old man. Um, and it's just, like, we get, yeah, we, we've had a lot of, or, like, these early episodes do a really good job of fleshing out and humanizing Wit. Mm, exactly. Even if... To uh, you know, borrow a phrase coined by Adventures in Ideology, he's just a man propped up by dead women. <laughs> shout no, out, shout out to Candace and Karis, uh, past and future guests, yes. for for that. Um, Perhaps maid of honor in my wedding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it's just it is. Yeah, it, it it does pack a punch, and I do like it here and. Yeah, it's just, it's beneficial to see Wit at different points on his journey. Well, yeah, and that, I think, is so important to the show and in the ways that I think we 
been unhappy with Wit as a character or as the ways that he's been separated or acted like these experiences that have rocked him have um that they don't continually affect him. Right. He's, he's not he's still no, mourning the loss of his no. wife and his son and he's like no his mother. Lo- he's no longer a character who changes in any way. Yeah. Like he can't. <laughs> right. But like but it's so cool to see that he could. Yes. And for like 20 years he could. Mhm. Like it's not really since until album 50 when yeah. they like when he's his peers are gone mm-hmm. and he just has to be like an institution. Yeah. That he really enters this phase of like being fully unflappable. Mm-hmm. He flirts with it for sure. But like the the modern era wit is yeah, is something that you and I have both expressed a lot of frustration here, and I just love the contrast of seeing him. As a child. Well, and it makes perfect sense for him to be doing what he's doing with Connie now, based on all of the information that we have been given about his life and his mm. relationships that have gone well and not gone well. Yeah, um, yeah no, that's that's true. That I was, didn't think about that, but the parallel of Fiona to him and now him, him to, to Connie, Connie is really strong. Team Kill the, Wit! <laughs> like, in the whole... <laughs> Yeah, let Wit die. Let it's, Wit it's die, more, please. Let yeah. Connie take over. Get that it makes trending, sense. please. Hashtag let Wit yeah, die. Yeah, let Wit die. Uh, or just even hashtag Wit's end, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if that's not Boots. the episode that Wit dies. <laughs> it better be. Oh, my Lord. Stay tuned <sighs> for uh, the Odyssey Adventure Club in the year 20... Ooh, I'm going to say 28. <laughs> When they finally allow Wit to die. (laughs) Yeah. But it just, yeah, it is so, it's so good. And yeah, that is, that is a really good parallel you make of both the, because in both instances, it's like a surrogate parent kind of relationship. Yeah. Well, and, and when you have that experience, you want more than anything, like, if you recognize that thing that you're so thankful for, that is what you want to pass on to somebody mm. else. Yeah. Yeah. And then we come out of the story, and Rodney is like, yeah, but the good that happened in that story is happened to you, not to Fiona. Excellent point. <laughs> Still blind. Which is great. Like, well done. And then Wit does, like, the... Yada yada scapegoat thing that I am always frustrated with within, you know, Western Christianity and whatnot of mm-hmm. the, of the, well, it'll be like, well, in the end, she got eternity. So that's, that's a worthwhile God reward. always has something good in store for you when you die, <laughs> unless he doesn't, which we're very unclear about. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I really struggle with the with any narrative that centers around like oh just deal with the crap now because someday when you're dead things are going to be so great for you is so healthy a I think a really bad narrative that the church takes and it, I'm, it was probably a lot more viable when people were living like 35 years you know yeah it's just uh, yeah i'm like yeah the thing the thing i always come back to where it's like if the if your faith is predicated on whether or not you whether or not like there is eternity you should probably rethink some things yeah yeah no you're like i'm missing that I, I'm not saying that there isn't value mm-hmm. to that as part of your faith, but if that is the thing that like keeps you going, mm. that is, yeah, that is always deeply concerning to me. And I'm just like, I really struggle to know, yeah, to know how to interact or be positive in with with those people because i'm just like but but we we, like you're you're here 
currently. Like, yeah. Like, how can you neglect is... that part? Of right, it? right. Like, how can you right. just invalidate the experience that? Yeah. It. Well, and there's a certain sense with that attitude that God doesn't have anything for you until you get to Him. Yeah. And, and that's where the value of what He's saying is really, you know, actualized, which is partially true to a certain extent. But sure, sure. But it, it also sets the goalposts. Yeah. Of, well, and you're of hey, do do well here on Earth so that you get stuff later. after. Yeah. Which yeah, bad idea. Notoriously does not go over well. Yeah. Indulgences. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, so I'm, I was annoyed with Wit that that's his, like, fallback here. It's like, well, yes, Fiona did have a hard life on Earth, but, you know, then she wasn't. But she whereas, should be like, thankful for everything. Right, whereas <laughs> I'm like, you could have, like, there's a way to just be like, yeah, he didn't, God didn't heal her, but, like, the the impact that she had on his life is not only an impact to Wit, it was also an impact to her. Mm-hmm. And everybody like, that Wit has impacted right, since. Right, right, but like when, But Rodney's argument is like, yeah, but the good happened to you, not to her. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think that that would be Fiona's view on it. No, no. And I think it's weird that that's not what Wit underlines. Instead, he just says eternal life. Well, but I'm like, I can... feel like Fiona would be like the fact that yeah, the fa- like it brings me so much joy that Wit got it. Yeah. Well, and there's, even the, there's even the bit that's kind of laced in that her hearing and everything has gotten better. Oh, and she sure. knows a lot more yeah. as a result of this right, happening. Yeah. Not to I make it the, better. I love her walking into the room. Yeah, like and smiles. She makes a joke make a about like his room being such a mess. And he's yeah. like, no, no, I just cleaned out. Right. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but you're smiling. Yeah. And he's like, how do you know? And you're like, well, because smile something you hear too. And, and it absolutely is. This is an audio medium. Mm-hmm. They uh, like this is Phil Waller fundamentally understanding the medium and like, oh, if she like couldn't walk, that's not something we can communicate to the listeners in as effective a way. Yeah. Like paralysis would be rough, but we can really like land this well if we go with blindness. Yeah. Yeah. And all you have to do is run into a tree. Which is yeah. true. Your brain is very fragile, and yeah, your yeah. occipital lobe is relatively exposed. <laughs> it's just kind of on the back of your head. If you, yeah. you hit it too hard, you're not in a good place. Oh, man. And yeah, Rodney. Uh, Rodney's then like, oh, okay, well, the... You know, I'm thankful then that my dad didn't pick me up so that I could hear Wit's story and learn how to be thankful. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Is funny. Is funny and good. <laughs> and then Rodney says grace to close us out. Yep. And Agnes never shares what she's thankful for. She's thankful for the Nova box, but it hasn't come yet. <laughs> so there is there is a note about this from the guide that oh, is yeah. they cut it for time. time. Well, did they say what she was thankful for? So it then is used. They reuse the um the audio in a later episode. Mm. Um. But, but is it yeah. one we're going to be covering? Uh, not, not yeah, anytime not for this soon. Arc. Okay, but but yeah. So it is just a yeah a weird thing that the yeah that the show wound up in. But yeah, so I'm fun. just like I right. I guess right. You have to cut someone. Agnes is the person you're going to cut. But such a bummer. Yeah, that well, somebody because Tom is so important, <laughs> and Agnes is always. I know. It's like, also, I don't understand why they had to cut it. This episode is twenty minutes. It's yeah. so short. <laughs> How much advertising did you have to like? Yeah. What? <laughs> you couldn't have just had a line where Agnes says what she's saying. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, give it's me fine. some. Give me some Agnes backstory, please. Yeah. I want to hear about her dead parents, not wits. <laughs> yeah. So my, the one thing that I did, kind of twist out of this episode that I liked. Um, was the the whole thing that that bad things should point you towards God is 
a, a sort of reframing, which is a very, you know, clinically beneficial uh, intervention that mental health professionals use to help people understand things from a different perspective. Um, mm-hmm. Like one of my professors works with children a lot and also with adults. Um, she has like actual picture frames that she has her um, clients decorate and design and then make another one or something like that to represent the way that you the way that you're understanding it um, skews how those events are going to impact you um, and so not denying those feelings going through the the, the seven stages of grief like fiona did but then also reframing it to understanding there is more than just this like this is just a tiny piece mm-hmm. of fabric on the you know blanket that is my life <laughs> and while it's an important one and maybe it looks different than all the others it's not it's not the whole thing and it's still a good blanket, even though there's that one square there, you know? Yeah, which is which is a really important message from this episode, is it's like, yeah, we're, we're made up of a bunch of stories, some good, some bad, but, yeah. like, the, not to let, like, the bad corrupt the good. Exactly. But, but, yeah, it's a good episode. It's really like, good. It's, it, yeah, despite criticisms lobbied at it, it's... It sounds really good. Mm-hmm. It's the a nice sediment. We get like beneficial backstory. Yeah. And yeah, it's if we got more um if we... well, I guess we do have young wit backstory. Did Phil write those books? Uh that might be McCusker, I forget. If McCusker but... bought them, then I'm interested in reading them. Okay. <laughs> or wrote them. I'm interested in reading them. Yeah. The Adventures of Young Wit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Um, anything else you wanna you wanna lob in no, here? I've, uh, I've thrown out all all my notes on this particular episode. Um, ooh, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna plug Undone. <laughs> I'm oh. uh, four episodes in. Dylan recommended me watch it. Oh, look at that! We got we got a okay. So wait, so we're, so we're moving into plugs. Yes, is, yes. is what we're saying. Unless you have something. No, that's not no, plugs. no. You want to yeah. solid wanna... plug? Um, plug for Better Call Saul and Undone. Better Call Saul is airing right now. Big fan. Um, but Undone. Uh, it's just season one that's out on Amazon Prime, and season two is coming soon. Or season it... two just came out on over the weekend. Oh, season so, two. And by the dropped. time this is out, people will have had season two for a while. Beautiful. But watch Undone, please. Oh, um, my word. It's beautiful. It is so good. emotional. Mm. It is really. Oh, it's such a. It's such a beautifully. It's interpersonal, yes. but, but larger than life at the same time, mm-hmm. which is so cool. And the yeah. rotoscope animation yep. is jaw dropping. And. The acting performances are top notch. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk, uh, big, big right. fan of that man. Also, Rose Salazar. Yeah. We also have David Diggs of Hamilton fame. I mean, yeah. it's it is a, it's an all star cast. It is a yeah, an incredible. And is it written show. by the person who wrote BoJack, or or who? What's the relationship between Undone and BoJack? Yeah, it's created by some people from BoJack. I don't know okay. if it's the BoJack creator, or if it's other people who were involved with the show, but it's got some sort of BoJack Horseman connection. Yep. But, but yeah, if you're Undone, you better call Saul. That's my plug. <laughs> ooh, 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 thumbs down to that. But I will, I will second the Undone. I have not been watching Saul this season though I'm sure I will oh boy, at some do. point. Nathan's coming um, back. And uh yeah, probably by the time this is out, I'll have I'll have seen it. <laughs> but you know, you know. And uh, oh, here wait. Uh, I I having not seen it though, I'm going to make my prediction for the season. Okay, okay. Which is that I think that it's going to end with him walking down a road and light is going to shine down from heaven. <laughs> And then the credits are going to roll, and we're going to find out that there's a new season coming out called Better Call Paul. 
<laughs> That's what the Lord wants. This is, is a joke sure. I have been workshopping and using too much over these past few months. No, it's and incredible. And I <laughs> should for sure cut this, but I'm not going to. No, but it's kind of in you know in vogue with uh uh. Breaking Bad, you know the dramatic ending with that the I, music. Andrew, that's why the that's why I think the joke's so funny. Yeah, is yeah. it's like it's this dramatic <laughs> ending, and then it's also a Bible joke. <laughs> Perfect for the Wadfam Chalkpod. Thank you for bringing it oh, to the table. Uh, and speaking of the Wadfam Chalkpod, we don't have a review, but we do have a review by proxy. Yeah, which is a uh, friend. Past and future guest, uh, Libby Haverstick, sent us a, a screenshot of someone on uh, Reddit who mentioned us um, and had something nice to say. This is from Minombre93 on Reddit, and they say, Wadfam Chalkpod is great. The hosts are still Christians, but you can tell that they have separated themselves from the conservative toxicity of modern evangelicalism. Who? So... <laughs> Thank you for that uh, just anecdotal plug. And yeah. yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you for talking Minombre about it. 93. Yeah, yeah. You know, With no intention of us ever seeing it. Like, I really do appreciate that. Yes, it was a, it was a funny screenshot to receive, which is just like, hey, also, there are people out there talking about you. And I'm subbed to that Reddit. I will keep my eye out for your profile in the, pu- in the future. Oh, man. But yeah. Uh, with all that being said, we're going to be back next week for episode 50, Karen. Oof. Bye, guys. We'll see you in a week. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Thank You God is hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Asayla, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.